everybody. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world today. We just want to give you a huge welcome. We are so blessed to have you here with us this afternoon or whatever time it is. It is a beautiful sunny afternoon here in the north of the UK today and we just can't wait just to gather in this time together as we look at the scriptures and pray together. So please share this video. You know, the more people that we can connect, the more people who join us, the more powerful we can be in the spirit. Please subscribe to the Della Talks Media channel on YouTube. Again, the more likes, the more subscribes that we've got on there, the more people will be able to see us, the more people will be able to join us as we pray each day. And if any of you have got any private prayers, anything that's bothering you, anything that you've got that's persistent or quite urgent, please feel free to call us on the prayer experience hotline number. That's a UK landline number. And don't forget to share your comments, your prayer requests and your praise reports. You know, if you've got something you're praying for, we want to be able to stand with you. You know, if you've got something that has already happened, if you've got prayer requests that have been answered, please let us know. We would love to celebrate with you and see what God is doing or if there's something that you're contending for today. We have got the team across the social media platforms to pray alongside your prayers as well. So let's start together by giving thanks so we're looking first at Psalm 121 verse 7 from the NIV. It says that the Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going both now and forevermore. You know, how much there have we got to be thankful for? No matter what happens in our lives, no matter what harm can come against us, no matter what attacks can be thrown at us, the Lord is watching over us. He watches in everything we do from the moment that we get up until the moment that we close our eyes and go to sleep. Even as we sleep, he watches over us. He is the source of our provision, the source of our comfort, the source of our joy. So let's just celebrate all that he is and all that he does for us today. Father God, we just come before you today, Lord, and we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you watch over us. We thank you that you protect us from harm, Lord. Father God, we are so grateful for all the times where you've sheltered us and you've protected us from those storms that come against us. Father God, we thank you for all the things that can come against us in our future that we know that you've already stood in the gap for us. You've already protected us. Father, thank you that you outline the right way to live. You give us these rules. You give us those outlines of the way that we should live our life, Lord, so that we can protect ourselves, so that we can walk underneath your covering, so that we can walk in line with your blessings, Lord. So Father God, we thank you for joining us today, Lord. We know that when two or three of us are gathered, there you are right there in our midst, Lord. And so we welcome you. We welcome your presence as we join together and pray, Lord. Father God, just come and dwell amongst us, Lord. Have your way in this place today, Lord. Your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord. Amen and amen. Right, let's move on to the inspired word. And today we're looking at what it means to be trusting, to trust in God's plan for us. And the scripture we're using is from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 from the New International Version. 
It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. You know, trusting in God when we're in the midst of a trial or in the midst of the storm isn't an easy thing to do. You know, it's so easy to start Googling what to do. It's so easy to go and ask friends or family members to even go and ask the world to go and seek refuge or solitude in things which are not from God. You know, we could take solitude in watching TV series. We can take solitude in scrolling through social media. We can take solitude in in our workplaces, you know, be making ourselves busy either with household or our jobs around us. But when we're going through those seasons, God wants us to lean on him. He wants us to go to him and trust him, trust his plan and his purpose, because his word says that he will make everything beautiful in its time. So trusting God isn't something that's easy to do. It's something that requires our effort. It's something that requires our focus, our focus to be pushed, to continue to push into his presence, to continue to push in that place of prayer, to continue to push in that times of striving. We were walking through those valleys, you know, to keep our focus on him. You know, there may be some of you out there who are going through periods of ill health and, you know, being able to trust on God in this time, it isn't an easy thing to do. It is easier to rely on the medical professionals. It is easier to rely on things which you can see in front of you. And that's why it says that we need to trust him with all of our heart. And that means making that conscious decision to zone in and continually to speak life over ourselves, over our situation, over whatever's going on. Say continually, God, I choose to trust you today. I choose to trust you. Every morning we need to be waking up and continually speaking that over our lives, speaking those scriptures of truth, speaking those scriptures and continually saying that we submit to God's will, that we continue to come under his covering, that we continue to not lean on our own understanding. So let's just move into a time of reflection, into that time of prayer and make that conscious decision today that whatever is going on in our lives at the minute, even if it's financial burdens, you know, we give them to him. We do not lean on our own understanding. We are not going to solve this ourselves. We are not going to solve our medical problems ourselves. We're going to come and submit to his will. So just join me wherever you are as we pray today. So Father God, we just come before you, Lord, and we say, not your, not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Father God, I submit my health over to you now, Lord. I submit my finances over to you now, Lord. I submit whatever problems I have in my life, whether it's an issue with housing, whether it's an issue with debt, whether it's an issue with a relationship, whether there's something that isn't going the right way, that I can feel that there's something not right about my relationship, there's something not right about my finances, there's something not right about my situation, there's something that's not right regarding my health, Lord. And so today, Lord, we choose not to lean on our own understanding, we choose not to go into the world, we choose not to try and solve this ourselves, we choose to submit to your will. We choose, Lord, today to give our whole hearts to you, Lord, our whole hearts. 
Father God, you know that that isn't something that's easy for us to do, Lord. We require your help to do this, Lord. And so we invite you into our lives, Lord. We pray, Lord. We say out loud now, Lord, that we surrender all to you, Lord. We give you our whole hearts. We choose today not to lean on our own understanding anymore. We choose not to figure this out on our own. We choose not to figure this out by ourselves, Lord. Father God, we are trusting that you will bring us through this season. We are trusting that you will solve our prayer requests, that you will, your will be done, Lord, whatever that looks like, Lord. We know that you make all things beautiful in their time. We know that you have a plan and a purpose over our lives, Lord. We know that your plan is to prosper us and not to harm us. Father God, we know that our future is in you, Lord. And so today we choose that whatever path whatever our path may look like today, Lord, we trust that you will make it straight. We trust that you will use your rod and your staff to guide us, to bring us back onto that path, to bring us back under your will, to bring us back submitted under your will, under your plan and your purpose for our life, Lord, so that we can have the best plan, the best life that you have for us, Lord, and that you can lead us into what you have next in the next season that's coming, Lord, because whatever is going on right now, it is only temporary and it is used to glorify you, Lord, to glorify your name, to be able to speak testimony over other people around us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Right, let's move on and pray for the church. And we're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28 today. It says that God's placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. You know, we need, the church needs to be equipped, but the church needs to understand as well that, you know, the gifts of healing, the miracles, they don't come first. What comes first is someone with a vision, someone who goes the way, who paves the ground, who prepares the land to go. And then you need those people coming in to the, in alongside the apostles and speaking prophecies, speaking what's going to happen next, what's going to be put in place next, what does this need to look like, what do we need to do, we need the strategy that comes alongside the visionary of the apostle. And then after that, we need the teachers, the teachers are the ones who guide the flock, the ones who can speak into people's lives where we have people gathered around the apostle who who stand and agree, who stand in agreement with the vision, who stand in agreement with where that is going, who stand and decree and declare that, yes, that is the right way to go. I feel called to come alongside you, to plant this church together, to plant this ministry together, to do whatever needs doing in this area. You know, we're all called to different areas. A church is called to do this certain thing today. And so as we move forward, as we move forward, apologies for the dog. He always joins us in prayer. 
And as the church moves forward with the teachers who can stand on the word, who understand the gospel, who understand the word of God, who understand what God is calling us to do. They're the ones who say, you know what, this is how we need to live our lives. This is what the scriptures say. This is what we need to do. This is how we need to prepare ourselves. This is how we need to discipline ourselves. This is how we need to work. This is how we need to push forward. This is how to pray. This is how to read your Bible. This is how to come together. This is how to lead. This is how to study the Bible. And then that is when we see the church moving forward. Once the church is growing in those disciplines, once the church has that vision, that strategy, that leadership, that guidance, the church is reading the Bible, the church is praying, the church is consistently seeing what God wants, seeing what God wants to do in that place. Then we will see the miracles. Then those gifts of healing will start to be implanted amongst members of the church when they're reading the Bibles, when they're praying regularly, when they know what they need to do. They understand their call and they understand their plan and their purpose. And then from there, that is when the church will grow to be more effective. That is when the church is going to be more powerful. That's when the church is going to be more equipped going forward. So we need to pray for the church because all not all churches are built with this infrastructure. Not all churches have this thing in place and they wonder why the church isn't growing. They wonder why the church isn't moving forward. They don't understand what they are doing wrong. They don't understand why there are not healings taking place in the churches. They do not understand why they are not seeing miracles and they are not seeing these things because the people within the ministry do not have that vision. They do not have that apostle at the beginning and the forefront who is there to pave the ground. They do not have the teachers there teaching people that they need to be praying, they need to read the Bible, they need to be in the word and understanding what it takes to move forward. They need to understand how important it is to spend that time in God's presence so that they will understand what God wants them to do. So we need to pray that the church has these things, that the church will grow because it understands the biblical concept, the, infra the infrastructure that the church needs to move forward. We want to see revival. We want to see miracles. We want to see healings. We want to see wisdom. We want to see knowledge. We want to see guidance in the church. We want to see people being broken free from addiction. We want to see people being set free from whatever they are suffering from, from those ailments, those illnesses, both physical, both spiritual and mental. We want to see people being broken free, but we need the church to put the infrastructure in place, to understand the power of prayer, the power of discipleship, the the fundamental need, those foundational pillars that can actually support the weight of what God wants them to do. Because without those in place, the church cannot grow, the church cannot move forward, the church cannot walk in her calling over the task that is needed in order to set the world free, in order for this next wave of revival that so many people are prophesying is coming. So let's stand with the church today and just pray, just pray that the church will understand these needs. So Father God, we lift up the church before you now, Lord. Father God, you've called the church for such a time as this. The church needs to stand up. The church needs to understand the power of prayer, 
the church needs to understand they need that foundation that is found in the bible within the scriptures the church needs to pray the body of christ globally needs to pray using the scriptures it needs to have that basis father god we need those prophets to come and stand alongside the apostles to show them where they're going to help stand and direct their steps for father god we just pray that you will equip the church you will bring the right people into the right ministries at the right time lord for any ministers any leaders who are struggling lord we pray that you will help them go back to the foundation go back to the foundation of the vision go back to the foundation of where are they going go back to the foundation of the word go back to the foundation of prayer and then rebuild from there and seek your will seek your guidance seek your vision lord your will for their ministry your will and your will alone lord and then that is when we will see the church move forward we'll see the church grow we'll see the church be able to keep people we won't just want to see people being set free we don't just want to find people finding salvation and then going back to their own life their old lives their old ways we want to see people have that true transformation that true restoration we want to see that discipleship in that place lord amen Right, let's move on and pray for the nations. And we're looking at Isaiah 61, verse 3. So today we've seen an earthquake that's taken place in Afghanistan. You know, we've still got the war over in Ukraine. We've still got so many different things going on. But the um, the death toll in Afghanistan from the earthquake is up to 920 people that have been killed so far. And we just want to pray over those families, over those loved ones, over that area all around Afghanistan because they're feeling that hurt, they're feeling that pain, they're feeling that loss today as they wake up from the earthquake that happened during the night. And we also want to just bear in mind all those people and those families in Ukraine, we do we continue to pray for them. We continue to lift them up because they need peace, they need comfort. And so we start with Isaiah 61.3 from the New International Version. It says, and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And there's another scripture from Matthew 5 verse 14. And that says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. So Father God, we just lift up all those people mentioned, Lord. All those families, all those mothers, those children, those grandparents, those communities who've all been affected by the earthquake. You know, the earthquake could be seen, could be felt, sorry. The effects of it could be seen from as far away as India. You know, it's very significant earthquake we think of those 920 people who've passed away lord we know that number is still increasing as they find more bodies lord and we just lift up their families lord we pray that you will comfort them lord we pray for all those people over in ukraine as well lord who are still fighting that war lord who are still suffering from the impacts of the war lord 
And that impact can be felt all over the world, Lord. We just pray for anyone as well who is out there fighting in conflicts, for anyone who is still grieving family members, from those who've passed away from COVID, from those who've passed away from natural causes, even to all those children, those families still grieving after the shootings over in America the other week. Father God, we just pray that you will stand with them. You will lead them through this, Lord. You will give them a crown of beauty instead of ashes and the oil of joy instead of mourning, Lord, that you will comfort them during that time of despair, during that time of trial, Lord, and that you will let them know that they are not alone, Lord. And Father God, I just pray that they will feel blessed because they mourn, because of the the love that they had in their lives. You know, we love because you first loved us, Lord. And that mourning is the impact of that love. It is the impact of that loss of that love that is felt, Lord. And we pray that all those people will feel that blessing for the love that they had and the love that they continue to have, even though their family members and their loved ones are no longer with them, Lord. Amen and amen. All right, let's move on and pray for healing. So we're looking at Luke chapter 6 verse 19 from the new international version it says and all the people tried to touch him because power was coming from him and it was healing them all you know this is what faith is all about this is seeing what god is doing and it's moving and trusting and believing that he is going to do that for you as well you know father god we are healing hearing right now of all those testimonies that have taken place all of those walks that people have had all those breakthroughs and salvations that people have had in their families all those times of trial that people have walked through and then they've broken out the other side lord all of those answers to prayer that we've already had lord and we pray that all those testimonies that we've already seen all those praise reports that have come back lord we pray that you will wash over your people who are still waiting, that new level of faith. They'll be able to see the power coming from that place of prayer. They'll be able to see that healing coming to others and believing that that is for them as well, Lord. So we pray today that they will take that step of faith and reach out to you, Lord. Reach out to you to receive that healing, Lord. That whatever pain they're feeling, whether it's spiritual, whether it's pain in their heart, Lord, from that grief, whether it's mental pain from mental illness and torment, Lord, whether it's physical pain, cancer, whether it, whatever that pain is in their body, Lord, we pray that they will know that they can just take that step towards you now, Lord, and believe that you are the one who heals, that you've done it before, that you are going to do it again, Lord. And so we stand in agreement with everyone on the comments today, everyone who's praying for themselves, everyone who's praying for family members, we stand in agreement with you and we believe and we take, we reach out our hands towards him. We reach out our hands in agreement with you that we believe that healing is coming. We're going to take that step of faith on their behalf on behalf of the loved ones, on behalf of the friends, their relatives, even people in their church that they don't really know properly. We're taking that step of faith and believing that that healing is coming, that restoration, that 
salvation, that deliverance, it is coming in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Father God, we thank you for joining us today. We thank you that when two or three of us are gathered, there you are right there in our midst, Lord. And it does not matter that we are praying in individ as individuals in different rooms, in different countries, in different nations across the world, Lord. It does not matter because we are united in spirit, Lord. We are gathered together to pray to you today, Lord. We are gathered looking up to you, Lord. We are changing our perspective. We are choosing to look up to you, Lord, instead of out at the world. And so we thank you for what you are doing in our midst, Lord. And thank you to every single one of you for praying with us. We are so blessed by your commitment. We are so blessed by your time, by you standing and interceding for those around you. So please don't forget to subscribe to the Delatox Media channel on YouTube and the free audio podcast. The more people we have subscribed to those channels, the more people will be able to notice us, will be able to see us, will be able to see what we're doing, the impact that we're having. So please don't forget we've got the Break Free Conference this Saturday in Preston. If you want the details, please contact any member of the team. We'd be happy to send them to you, but they'll also be all over our social media platforms as well. So please feel free to come along to that on Saturday. And don't forget we are back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday, so we're here at one o'clock tomorrow. So for now, goodbye and God bless.
Jesus Christ. Oh.